Hey everybody, how are you today? My name is Taylor and this is Morbid Academy. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween. And welcome to the bonus episode of Morbid Academy. And if you're on Patreon, you're getting this the same day that you get the other episode, Friday. That's the day that is. Woohoo! Thank you for being a patron. Patreon? Pa patron? Pa so I tried thinking of a story that creeps me out to no end, either Halloween-based or otherwise. And I actually don't know any Halloween stories that actually creep me out to no end. So that was kind of out of the question, but I, whatever. And I didn't want to do another true crime story. I wanted something paranormal spooky. So I kept thinking to myself, what is the one thing that I'm super superstitious about? I had to think of how to say that. Wow. The one thing that I will never, ever have in my house, no matter what, either real or the design of, because that's how stupid, stu superstitious, superstitious my ass is. I'm talking about the Ouija board. It freaks me out so much. I love the design of it. I think it's, I think it's gorgeous. I think the, I think the design of the Ouija board is absolutely gorgeous. The, the, the planchette is beautiful. The, the, the antique-ness of it is beautiful. I will never have it in my house because I'm fucking paranoid and superstitious. Mm -mm. Nope, I've seen too many movies and too many Ghost Adventures episodes. I got an idea from Threadbangers on YouTube. Corinne and her friend made this little like TV folding tray table thing and they resined the image of the Ouija board onto the table and it again it is gorgeous so I was like you know what I'm gonna do that so in my podcast corner I have this table right next to me that holds my pumpkin and my candle and my Halloween tree and my little witch girl if you're not watching on YouTube you have no idea what I'm talking about but and I was like oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna put the Ouija board no I couldn't do it I started having an anxiety attack, a mini one, but still an anxiety attack as I was Googling images for the Ouija board design for the table. I couldn't do it. I did scrapbook paper and, and gold snakes and sparkly things, which is prettier, but I couldn't do it. Why? Because my superstitious paranoid ass said, I'm going to put a cup down and accidentally summon a demon into my house. Maybe one day I'll be able to have a small portion of the design. Hell, I even want a tattoo of a planchette because they're gorgeous. I don't know if I'll give it. Maybe I'll just get the planchette. Be I don't know. I'm going to shush, Taylor. Taylor, you're going overboard. Anyway, I am superstitious and paranoid about the Ouija board. The actual board will never be in my house. I will never play with one. And the design of it, even if it's not a board, will never be in my house. Thank you very much. Now, I'm not actually talking about the board itself for this episode. I am talking about the demon that belongs to the board or the demon that, that comes from the board. 
And this demon doesn't care where it is, who the person is, who's contacting. That's the same thing as who the person is. I'm talking about the Zozo demon. And even the name gives me the creeps. Saying it too many times gives me the creeps. I rewatched the Ghost Adventures episode on this, which is episode three of season 13. They said Zozo so many times and I'm just like, can you not just chill? But I mean, I get it because they actually conjured up the demon, but whatever. So if you already watched that episode, you know who I'm talking about. If you haven't, buckle up because yeah, I'm going to try not to say its name that much during this because again, superstitious and paranoid. So let's get started, shall we? So the first appearance of this demon on the internet, at least, appeared in 2009 when a man named Darren Evans from Oklahoma wrote about his experience with it. He stated that he had a fascination with the occult and had multiple Ouija board experiences, but that with this demon, it was different. He said that the entity showed itself to him, quote, too many times to count and would pretend to be a kind spirit before shifting into threatening language, including curses in what looked like Latin or Hebrew, end quote. Thank you. He said that the demon would show up wherever he was, like whichever state he was, no matter what board he used. So it wasn't just attached to the one board that he was using the first time. He even claimed that the demon made threats against his toddler, nearly drowning her in a bathtub at one point, and then making her extremely sick with, quote, a mysterious illness at another point. Apparently, at one point, he also made his daughter go blind for an hour. No thank you. Just no thank you. So since he posted about his experience in 2009, multiple people have reported their own experiences. And it's also rumored that this demon is the same demon that possessed Ronald Doe, which is the little boy who was possessed that inspired The Exorcist. Side note, the demon in the book and the movie The Exorcist is known as Pazuzu, which is actually a different demon from Assyrian slash Babylonian culture. I will probably do an episode on him later, but Zozo is not Pazuzu. Some people think it is, but from my research, Pazuzu is a completely different demon. So it's said that with the Z demon, that when you use a Ouija board, at some point, no matter who you're trying to contact, which, I mean, you're opening up a portal, you don't really have control about who you contact. So don't play with one because you have no idea. The planchette will just start rapidly moving from Z to O, back and forth, back and forth, just Z, O, Z, O. It's so creepy. And it will, it'll start out slow, but then get faster and faster. This demon will start to make threats about loved ones, spelling out obscenities, some have even seen shadow figures while in contact with the demon. Some have even heard things or the demon itself. And it's said that he can inflict physical and psychological damage. 
One woman wrote on a online forum saying, quote, my nephew started running around the house screaming the name over and over. I'm not going to say it. And we frantically made him stop. The next morning, the boy asked his aunt if they could go to breakfast. So they get in the car, they pull out of the driveway. And like minutes later, a car speeds through a stop sign and hits them. Is it, is it connected? Who knows? Maybe it's just a freaky coincidence. My brain would be like, well, fuck. Now the oldest story that has been found that has mentioned the demon was in 1816 from a book called Le Dictionnaire Infernal, the Demonological Encyclopedia by Jacques-Auguste Simon or Simone, I don't know, Colin de Plancy. That's a long ass name who wrote about a story of a young girl who claimed to be possessed by three demons, Mimi, Capulet, and Zozo. And that is literally all I could find on that. Like I couldn't find anything of the actual story. I did find, however, that an accurate translation of the text showed that the girl's story was actually fake. Deplancy wrote that, quote, the girl had been publicly beaten for years before faking the possession and was eventually imprisoned for her fibs, end quote. He then described what he believed to be a real case of demonic possession and said, quote, nonetheless, there are real cases of possession, end quote. So my question is, how do you know she was faking? Just because she was beaten for years before it? I want to know the story now so that I can see what you're talking about. How do you know she was faking? Tell me. I want to know, because now I'm just going to believe her. Maybe she really was. Hmm. Shit it. Also, there was apparently an etching or a symbol etching out the name Zoso, Z-O-S-O, as code for the god Saturn, appeared in a banned occult book in 1521, which, fun fact, was later copied by Led Zeppelin as the symbol for guitarist Jimmy Page. Anyway, that is literally all the, quote, history that I could find on Zozo. Now I'm going to talk about the Ghost Adventures episode, season 13, episode 3, where the team actually goes to Oklahoma and investigates Darren Evans' house with Darren and his wife. He said, Darren said that the house has been, quote, plagued by the demon, end quote, for years. Uh, the episode aired in 2014, and he wrote about his experience in 2009. So we can assume that it's been haunted by this demon f for five years? Math? Yeah, five years. I can do math. In the episode, Darren and his wife, Kathleen, return to their home that they don't even live in anymore, but they still own it. I think. I think. That's what it that's what it seems like, that they don't live in that house anymore. They live somewhere else. And they're just going to call out the demon. Because that's what they do. If you've watched Ghost Adventures, you know. So Kathleen says at one point when Darren had claimed to have been possessed by the demon, that when she looked at him, it wasn't Darren looking back at her. And she then admitted that she didn't want him going back into the house to help with the investigation. But after a while, after talking to him for a little bit, they both decided to go in together. As Darren is taking the team through the house, they stop at the stairs where Darren says, quote, it makes weird noises when you walk up and down, but we could hear those noises all the time and there'd be nothing there. This happened all the time. 
And as he said that, a noise is heard at the back of the house where no one is. It's so creepy. So Zach goes to investigate and footsteps are heard upstairs. Darren then told a story that one time he had been upstairs, he heard his daughter scream. When he came to the top of the stairs, he saw his daughter at the bottom and watched her be picked up and carried away. He ran down the stairs and when he turned the corner, she was gone. And then he heard her scream from the basement. No, thank you. Just no thank you to all of it, okay? I will never be a paranormal investigator. I would pee my pants the whole time. So then they go upstairs and Nick starts to say that that's something messing with his head. That he could hear, he said that he could hear growls, but he couldn't tell if he was actually hearing them or if they were just in his head. And then a door just decides to open by itself. It's amazing, isn't it? I hate it so much. I hate it. As the episode continues, a handyman who works in the house often comes by, talks to Zach, and they decide to do an experiment with him. He sits on the stairs alone, nobody else in the house, and within just a minute, noises are heard, footsteps are heard behind him. He turns around and looks behind the camera into a room and says that he saw a black figure in the room. No, thank you. So then Zach decides to go into the house and try to replicate what the handyman saw and felt. And all of a sudden his mic just goes out. Turns out that the battery, which was fully charged, had been completely drained, which I guess is very common in like ghosty goo haunting things. They use a melmeter, which measures electromagnetic fields, which is EMF, and temperature changes. And it starts immediately almost. It goes from 1.1 to 1.0, 1 1.1 to 1.0, 1.1, 1.0, which Zach then says it's going from Z to O, Z, O, Z, O, just like on the Ouija board. No, thank you so much. No, thank you. So now earlier I did say that Zozo is not the demon Pazuzu, but an expert on spirit boards named Robert Murch was on the episode and said, quote, some people claim it's a demon. Some people say it's a spirit. Other people say it's something ancient, that it's a form of Pazuzu, end quote. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert. I do the very little research for these episodes as long as I get enough information for the episode and I don't mess with that kind of stuff so maybe it is a form but from again from my little research it doesn't seem like it but who knows and people will actually send Robert their spirit boards when they've come in contact with Zozo because they're afraid to keep it but they're afraid to get rid of it and I'm pretty sure it's safe to say most people don't know how to get rid of a spirit board because I guess there's a certain way that you need to get rid of it. Also, remember to close the circle. Just cl close the circle at the end. Say goodbye. Close the circle. Don't, don't leave it open. Do it the right way too. Just actually don't mess with a spirit board. PSA, don't mess with a spirit board. So anyway, back at the house, the team decides to use the Ouija board. What did I just say? In the house where already freaky things are happening, already the demon's there. So cool. So Nick and Darren use the board and Kathleen, Zach, and Aaron are filming. 
while Kathleen's just sitting there, Zach and Aaron are filming. As they open up communication, footsteps can be heard coming up the stairs and an EVP is heard on the digital recorder saying, you're cold, right before Nick says, I feel like something just entered my body. And now it's time for an ad break. So November is my birth month. It is gonna be all about me. It's really not, but so to celebrate me, I'm giving all of you lovely, lovely listeners 10% off at my merch store. The shirts are so freaking comfortable and they're true to size. There's no guessing. I've washed mine a few times and it's still in perfect condition. All you have to do is use code BIRTHDAY at checkout for 10% off your order at morbidacademymerch.com. Again, use code BIRTHDAY at checkout for 10% off your order. Offer available through November. You are welcome. Happy birthday month to me. Now back to the episode. So Kathleen starts coughing and decides to leave the house. More thuds are heard in the hallway. Thuds are heard in the room next door to where the team and Darren are. And then the planchet starts moving. I'm not going to do a play-by-play of the episode, by the way, but I do highly suggest you go watch it. Again, it is season 13, episode 3. But I am going to continue talking about the episode. Darren asks, what is your name? And the planchet immediately starts going back and forth from Z to O. And then the leg breaks off. It just breaks off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Then Kathleen awkwardly returns. She slams the door open and they are all, but doesn't say anything. So of course they're all like, what the fuck was that? And they ask who it is. She says her name and Nick immediately says, she doesn't sound right. Something is wrong. And as she comes upstairs, her behavior has completely changed. She doesn't have any shoes on and her belt is undone. When Darren tells her that the board spelled out Z-O, she says, quote, I know, he told me. He told me to come up here, end quote. So she continues to act extremely strange. She's crying. She, she yells out mama a couple of times. And then she leaves the house again. And this time she just leaves. She just leaves the property and is nowhere to be found. Don't worry, eventually she is found, but she's being affected by this demon. So obviously they're freaking out, like where the fuck did she go? She is found, like I said, and she and Darren takes her back to the hotel. Back at the house, more noises are being heard, including three knocks, which is said to be a mocking of the Holy Trinity. And a loud EVP is captured on the recorder after the knocks, but it's they can't figure out what it's saying saying something, but they can't figure it out. Banging and slamming is heard, more footsteps. And at this time, no one is in the house at all. Zach, Aaron, and Darren are looking for Kathleen and Nick is at nerve center with Billy and Jay, the audio techs. Nick goes back in the house and his mic starts to have interference. And one of the mics in the house picks up dogs howling from around the neighborhood. So this thing, or it's just a coincidence, is affecting the dogs. They all go back to the house. Darren and Jay start with the Ouija board again. And the board spells out kill. A loud banging is heard, like so loud that 
Zach runs from nerve center around the house to see if anybody's outside and they actually feel the vibrations of the banging. The board then spells out Nick G goodbye. So Nick, I can't remember his last name, but his last name does start with a G. Goodbye. There's lots more banging heard and another rapid succession of the planchette moving from Z to O 20 times, which as Zach says, resembles Z O. Two zero Z O. I I hate I hate it all. I hate it all. Then Zach and Nick start to bicker because Zach is safe away in the nerve center and on the walkie-talkie to to Nick saying it wants you, Nick. Talk to it, Nick. It's calling you out, Nick. What? And of course, Nick is getting frustrated with him because that's just what Zach does. Thanks, Zach. And then the board, as they're bickering, the board spells out, ha, ha. Yep. It's fantastic. Darren then starts mumbling and like a mumbling chant, I guess, and starts moving the planchette like in odd movements or the planchette is just moving around in odd movements. Then they decide to close the circle or their connection to the spirit board and leave the house. After that, they do a sweep of the house with a spirit box, which is like a rapid white noise. It's rapidly going through radio frequencies, I believe. And you can capture spirit voices saying words. That's usually what a voice is. Um, but no words come through at all. No more noises are heard which I find weird because the noises started before they even touched the Ouija board. And now all of a sudden they stop because they closed the circle. I don't know, but they just stop. Darren then calls his wife and she's completely back to normal. Then they look at a recorder that they had left in the house and they discover an unexplained voice that seems to say, quote, I did not do it. And then there are two words that they weren't able to figure out what it was. So it's, I did not do it, mumble, mumble. So what's saying I did not do it and why? No, just no thank you to all of it. Just don't play with Ouija boards, okay? I like how I said I wasn't going to do a play-by-play, but I kind of did. But I didn't. There's just a lot. There's a lot more in the episode. Just watch it, okay? That's the episode, but most people who talk about their experiences or write about their experiences have claimed pretty much the same. That they sit down at the Ouija board and then boom, Z Demon pops up. Now, in 1972, psychologists tested if people could communicate with the paranormal through only human will in what is known as the Philip Experiment. The study made up a person named Philip Alice Ford. Then they instructed a group of people to run a seance to summon his ghost. The group was convinced that they could feel Philip's presence. They heard knocking. They felt the table vibrate and even saw the table tilt up on two of its legs. But again, Philip was a made up person. He wasn't real. And the researchers concluded that the human mind can create spirits of its own with just a bit of persuasion and imagination. And many believe that that is what is going on with the Ouija board. 
we hear these stories, we know, I mean, it's advertised as a way to communicate with spirits. So that's what we're trying to do. And with the, with this Ouija board demon, we hear the stories and we're scared it's going to happen, which is just another reason why I don't play with a Ouija board. But that doesn't explain the noises, the experiences that Darren had, what other people have had. And I mean, if you're doing a seance, again, you don't have control of who you're, you're contacting. You want to contact this one person, but it, you're opening a door and you don't have control of who comes in that or comes through that door. So the Philip experiment from a psychology stance, yes, it could be that it's our own human will, but from a spiritual sense, they could have opened the door to somebody else. Maybe there is a person named Philip and he's like, oh, here I am. Here I am. Hi. So we have no idea. And with the Ghost Adventures episode, call me gullible, but I believe in that stuff. I watch it and it freaks me out and I believe it. It's one of the one... I've watched a couple different Ghost Adventure type shows and Ghost Adventures is one of the only ones that I believe in more. Again, call me gullible. I'm sure there's stuff that maybe is a little exaggerated, but again... There's also another show, I think it was only, it only lasted for a very short time with Nick from Ghost Adventures, because he left, and another woman, I can't remember her name, but it, I believe it was called Paranormal, Paranormal Lockdown, which they would actually stay in those places for a couple days. And there's one where at the back of the, of the hallway, there is this shadow figure crawling across the floor. Oh, I'm just getting goosebumps talking about it. It's so creepy. That one is a good one. Again, call me gullible. I believe in that stuff. I'm superstitious. I am paranoid. That's why I don't mess around with spirits or any of that. Do I think it's freaking awesome? Oh, yes. And a part of me really wants a spirit box and an EMF and all that jazz. And I want to go ghost hunting, but I'm going to just pee in my pants. And I'll be like, no, I'll watch Ghost Adventures on my couch with all the lights on and, and safely here. So thank you. <laughs> anyway, that is the story of the Ouija board demon. One more reason why I, I hate those boards and really anything that contacts the spirit world. Because you never know what you're going to get. <gasps> They're like boxes of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. I'm sorry, that was so stupid. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review wherever you get your podcast, or sorry, wherever you rate and review podcasts. If you could go over to Apple Podcasts and review there. Somebody gave me a one star because my episodes weren't working but I can't, can't respond to those. And that one star rating really hurts my podcast and my soul. Thank you. But a better rating would help the podcast get out. So if you could please go do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I love you. And as always, you can find the podcast Morbid Academy, wherever you get your podcasts with new episodes out every Friday and the videos out on Saturdays on YouTube and Facebook. If you would like bonus content episodes early, 
like this one, please head over to patreon.com slash morbidacademy. If you would like some of the bonus content, but you only want to make a one-time donation of your choosing, you can do that by heading over to buymeacoffee.com slash morbidacademy. And that way you will get some of the content that Patreon members will get, but not all of it, because there are perks to being members. Check out the merch at morbidacademymerch.com. And don't forget to use code BIRTHDAY at checkout for 10% off your order. Again, that is good until the end of November. You can follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Morbid Academy. If you have a story you would like me to cover in future episodes, if you have your own creepy story that you would like me to read, because I would love to read your creepy stories. I know other podcasts do it and I love it so much. All of those along to morbidacademy at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you keep it creepy, friends. Bye-bye. <laughs>